This is The Invisible War with evangelist and author Dr. Rob Randall. There is a bigger battle going on in the world right now than we can even see. A battle that has existed since the beginning of time. This is not a war between countries, but an all-out assault on the very soul of people everywhere. Lives are being defeated and destroyed. Marriages are falling apart at an unprecedented rate. Children are rebelling against everything they've been taught. Addictions are rampant to everything you can think of. And all of this is the result of a spiritual war, which is the invisible war. And yet, there is hope. Rob Randall is a third-generation evangelist who has devoted his life to seeing people who have come to the end of themselves find a true life of promise and healing. The Invisible War is a journey that will lead us on the road to freedom and the path of fulfillment. There are no quick fixes, only a process, but it begins with the first step. So here's Rob Randall to take us through this journey one step at a time as we find hope in The Invisible War. Hi, this is Kevin Harris, and you're listening to The Invisible War. The Invisible War radio program is a weekly Bible study on spiritual warfare taken from the book by the same title, The Invisible War, Living in Victory Over the Enemy, published by 21st Century Press and written by our host and teacher, Dr. Rob Randall. Now, you can get your copy of this most important Bible study by going to our website, theinvisiblewar.org, or you can also order your copy of The Invisible War at your local Christian bookstore. Now, if you've missed any of Dr. Randall's crucial teaching, you'll want to visit theinvisiblewar.org and click on the Broadcast button, and there you can download any and all of the programs of The Invisible War for free. And Dr. Randall, once again, we're excited to have you in the studio on a very interesting topic today. Thank you, Kevin. It is always good to see you. What a blessing it is to be able to share together today these most important and eternal truths concerning our freedom in Christ. Each of us as believers must come to understand that we are Satan's target. He has targeted us for destruction. The battle with the powers of darkness, as the Scripture teaches, is not a battle between men or nations, but it is a battle against the unseen supernatural world that the Bible calls eternal. Well, Dr. Randall, let's get right into today's topic. The very idea of dealing with demons through deliverance is disturbing to many in church today. And we hear things like, well, doesn't the Bible say that we should avoid the very appearance of evil? And, you know, all we need to do is to get people saved because once you're saved, then you're safe from all this stuff. May I say that the matter of deliverance from evil spirits is disturbing. But for the believer to ignore the teachings of Scripture on the basis of willing ignorance, it's even more disturbing. And it is also extremely dangerous. Well, let's get right to it then. Uh, Dr. Randall, what is deliverance? You know, Kevin, I try to stay away from the word deliverance in my conversation with people because of the way it is so easily misunderstood by so many. However, the word deliverance is a good word. It's a Bible word. We get the meaning of the word deliverance from the Scriptures. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 13, we read, He has delivered us from the domain, the kingdom of darkness, and transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son. Everyone who has trusted Christ alone for the forgiveness of their sin has been delivered. 
Psalm 32, verse 7, one of my favorite passages throughout my life. The Bible declares that our Lord surrounds us with songs of deliverance. In the 10th chapter of Romans, verse 13, the scripture says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Another translation says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. The term deliverance is synoptic. It is interchangeable with salvation. So I want everyone to think of deliverance as a part of our Lord's salvation He has bought for us with His blood at Calvary. The theological term is sanctification. Sanctification is the process by which we are being made like Christ. Every Bible student understands that the Scriptures teach that this wonderful salvation offered to everyone through Christ has three wonderful truths for each of us. Number one, we have been saved. Christ has saved us. Number two, we are being saved. Christ is continually saving us. And we will be saved. Christ will continue to save us. So let's put the word deliverance in there. We can do that. We have been delivered. Christ has delivered us. We are being delivered. Christ is continually delivering us, and we will be delivered. Christ will continue to deliver us. Here is what all of us must come to understand. Our freedom in Christ is certain, but it is not automatic. Our freedom in Christ must be appropriated by faith. As the Apostle Paul says in Philippians 2 verse 12, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Remember, all the scriptural warnings concerning the battle with the powers of darkness have been written to the church. We are in the struggle of life and death. Our victory in Christ has been bought for us by His blood at Calvary, but every believer must learn to appropriate that victory by faith. Dr. Randall, a lot of people will ask, well, why is deliverance necessary? Without getting rid of the spiritual hindrances in our lives— we are never able to become all that Christ intends for us to be in Him. The writer of the book of Hebrews says it this way, Get rid of, lay aside our besetting sins, the sins that so easily entangles us. Through our sin and unbelief, the enemy is able to get access to what the Bible calls a tapas, a place in our lives for his destructive work. Every believer is targeted by the enemy for the destruction of his or her witness and ultimately for the destruction of our lives. Jesus said of Satan that he was a murderer from the beginning. Deliverance from these murderous, thieving spirits is necessary for the believer to become all that Christ wants us to become in him. Let's talk a little bit about timing, Dr. Randall. When? Is deliverance necessary? Kevin, deliverance from evil spirits is necessary when a person is not able to be all that he or she knows God wants for them to be in Christ. No matter how hard they try, something is always pulling them back and keeping them from a victorious walk with Christ and the peace he offers. They may take one step, but it seems like every time they take one step, they are jerked back two steps. It is a constant defeated battle. They are constantly in defeat and a lack of peace in Christ. 
I have a very important question for you then, Dr. Randall. How can we know when an evil spirit is present in our lives? You know, it's actually pretty simple. I want everyone who is listening to the sound of my voice to hear the Word of God. If you can turn in your Bible to 1 John chapter 3, verse 10, do so right now. 1 John chapter 3, verse 10, we find these words. By this, the children of God and the children of the devil are obvious or manifest. Anyone who does not practice righteousness is not of God. In the book of James, chapter 3, verse 10 and following, we find these words. Does a fountain send out from the same opening both fresh and bitter water? Can a fig tree, my brethren, produce olives or a vine produce figs? Neither can salt water produce fresh. The truth is, wherever you find a rotten fruit, you have a rotten root. Let me try to simplify what it looks like when an evil spirit is present in our lives. Instead of a life full of peace, there's constant torment. Instead of a life with the eternal purpose and calling of heaven, there is confusion and frustration. Instead of a life filled with the love and forgiveness of God, there is condemnation, a critical spirit, a life full of judgment. Instead of a life producing the fruit of the Spirit, as listed in Galatians 5.22, there is this fruit of of unrighteousness, as listed in Galatians 5, 19 through 21. Listen to this list. Does it sound familiar? Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. You see, it's not just a matter of bad habits. It's an issue of what is in our hearts. The inner man. Mark 7, verse 20 through 23, we find these words. That which proceeds out of the man, that is what defiles the man. For from within, out of the heart of men proceed the evil thoughts fornications, thefts, murders, adulteries, deeds of coveting and wickedness, as well as deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things proceed from within and defile the man. Dr. Randall, in both of these lists, pretty disturbing things there. I noticed sensuality was one of them. Isn't sensuality, uh, can't that be a good thing? What do you think the scriptures mean by sensuality? The issue here is who's in charge. The issue is, is our flesh telling us what to do, ruling our lives, where the enemy can exploit those things that are not under the authority of Christ? Or is Jesus the Lord of our hearts, our minds, our very life? The issue is, who is ruling in our hearts? If Jesus Christ is ruling in our hearts, there's no room for anyone else to rule. But if he's not, it opens the door for other spirits, other evidences of the work of the enemy in our lives. And so the scripture makes it very plain. If this is not under the authority of Christ, if our lives, our hearts are not in him as they need to be, then the evidence of the fact that Jesus Christ is not ruling 
manifests itself in all these evil things. Kevin, Jesus said of Satan, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. If there is anything in our lives that is stealing, killing, and destroying what our Lord has for us, the enemy is behind it. Where you have rotten fruit, there is always rotten root. And of course, you can know when evil spirits are present when a person has lost control or he or she may want to do God's will but simply is not able to do it. Kevin, when someone is out of control, it is clear something else is in control. Dr. Randall, you teach in your book, The Invisible War, that there comes a time to not only confront the powers of darkness, but to cast them out. Would you explain what you mean? There is many a Bible study in print today that will deal with the passages concerning our armor and the reality of the battles we face with the powers of darkness, but they fall short in helping the believer understand how to take up the armor and to confront and expel the powers of darkness from our lives. As Charles Spurgeon, who is said by many to have been the greatest Baptist preacher of all time, this is the way he put it. He, the believer, must wrestle not with flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. He must have weapons for his warfare, not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. He must go forth to attack the castles of the enemy and to put them down, to drive the Canaanite out of the land. There comes a time when it is appropriate to call upon the power of our great and almighty God to help us lay aside our fears and believe what God has said in his word. And just like David, the little shepherd boy, did when he confronted and conquered the mighty and murderous, blasphemous Philistine warrior Goliath, we are to push the gates of hell from beyond our lives and churches, and our families God has given us. It is our birthright as believers to be free so that we can live a life of righteousness for our Lord Jesus. Dr. Randall, a lot of people look for a recipe or a formula for this. Is there just only one way to do deliverance? Remember, it is Christ who is our deliverer. Although the biblical principles never change, methods that men have gathered together through experience, through their own studies, can vary from need to need. Let me explain. Just the other night on the Sci-Fi Channel, a nationally known ministry had two hours of programming concerning his work in deliverance. The procedure that this ministry and this minister employs is what I call the traditional approach or I have dubbed it the up-and-out approach to deliverance. It is effective in many cases of the afflicted. However, I believe there is oftentimes a better way. And that way is to send the spirits back to their point of origin with judgment and pain and condemnation in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Kevin, we can't kill them. It's not possible to kill these spirits. It's not time yet. They will be destroyed according to the promises of God in Scripture. And I have learned that wherever you find one demon, you are likely to find many demonic systems at work. Our name is Legion. You know what that means? 4,000. 4,000. I liken it to cockroaches. When you find one, there's a whole lot behind the walls. Which is to say, 
If all you do is deal with one spirit at a time, it is likely there will be many more hidden spirits that will be missed. Although the traditional approach practiced by many is often used of God to set the captives free, it often is very effective. I believe that dealing with only one demonic assignment is likely to cause us to miss all the others that may be present. Kevin, there's not just one method of deliverance. I believe that you can be in prayer alone, confessing sin, and the Lord will come and cleanse us as He promises to do. I believe it is possible through an intimate time of worship that the enemy will leave. But I want everyone to understand when they're on assignment, it's like the mafia. They can't leave their assignment until that assignment is broken. The scripture says that a curse cannot light without a cause. So often we try to focus on the curse when we really ought to try to focus on the cause. It's more important that we understand why they're there than we focus on how many and what's there. How did they get access to our lives? That's the place where we need to go through confession and repentance and asking the Lord to do His mighty work. Dr. Randall, what would you tell the person who would say, I don't need the deliverance of Christ in my life? Oh my. I would want to encourage them to never deny the cleansing work of Christ in their life. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. It is only through the continuing work of the Holy Spirit in the believer's life that we are able to become all that Christ Jesus wants us to be in Him. Deliverance and freedom is your birthright in Christ Jesus. I want to say that again. This freedom of Christ, this deliverance from those things that would hold you back is everyone's birthright who has given their heart and life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Please don't deny the work of the one who loves you more than anyone else could possibly love you. Christ only wants what is best for you. He created you. He loves you. He wants to empower you and help you. Trust Him today. Submit to Him today. Call on Him to do His mighty cleansing work in you right now at this very moment. Dr. Randall, would you pray for us that all of us would know and walk in this freedom of Christ? Would you join me in prayer right where you are? Scripture says that if we would draw near to the Lord, He would draw near to us. I want you to know today, whatever you have done or whatever has been done to you, God is able. He loves you. He didn't come to condemn you. He came to save you and to deliver you and set you free from all of the stuff the enemy would put in your life to keep you in bondage. Pray with me right now. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you love me. Just pray with me. That's right. Repeat it after me, wherever you are. Lord Jesus, thank you that you love me. Thank you that you died for me. I ask you to come into my life and forgive me of my sin. I receive you as my Savior and my Lord. Lord, I choose this day to declare to the heavens, to the earth, and even to the very pit of hell that Jesus Christ is my Savior and my Lord. I ask you, Lord, to help me 
I've made a mess of things. And Lord, my righteousness is not good enough. I realize that today. I need your righteousness. I need your work. Bathe me from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that you would remove every hindering, blocking, lying spirit. May your voice and your voice, Lord Jesus, alone be heard. May all other voices be silenced. Do the greatest work for your greatest glory. I receive your forgiveness that I might forgive others. Lord, I thank you that the blood and the covenant, the new covenant of the Lord Jesus is greater than every and all other covenants that have been made by me and those covenants, those unholy covenants that were made for me. I ask you, Lord, now to come and set me free for your glory. Do the greatest work for your glory. I pray in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen and amen. Now, if you've prayed with me today, I sure would like to hear from you. Let us know how we can help you. Would you visit us? You can email me at theinvisiblewar.org. There's a place there where you can email us with your questions and your concerns. If you need a time of further prayer, we would love to visit with you. Just let us know how we can help you. Or you can call us toll-free, 1-877-808-8886. That's 1-877-808-8886. Thank you, Dr. Randall, for your prayer and for this very important message today. It is by your faithfully standing with us that we're able to bring the invisible war to you each week by radio. Thank you for joining with us in prayer as we take this life-changing truth to the many hurting and wounded. And thank you for your financial support for the invisible war. Please give as generous a gift as our Lord would lead you to give to this most important ministry of healing and cleansing. You can give your gift online. Go to our website, theinvisiblewar.org, or call toll-free 877-808-8886. That's toll-free 1-877-808-8886, and we look forward to hearing from you. If you would like to have Dr. Randall speak to your church, there are still dates available in the upcoming new year, but you better get him fast. You'll be encouraged and blessed to hear such an important and fresh message from God's servant. Why not consider a conference or a retreat or a series of evangelistic meetings to call your community to repentance and faith in Christ? Dr. Randall would consider it a great honor to work with your church and see the purposes of God as it is in heaven. Contact Dr. Randall today at theinvisiblewar.org or call 877-808-8886. That's 877-808-8886. I want to encourage you to get your copy of The Invisible War. We've been talking about Chapter 6. Chapter 6 is a very important chapter in this most important book on spiritual warfare because there you'll find specific prayers for specific needs like prayer of deliverance from false religion, false teachings and rituals, prayer of deliverance from the spirit of fear, prayer of deliverance from bitterness, from substance abuse or addiction, prayer of deliverance for your home or room, prayer for the cleansing of a child's room, that and so much more, praying the word of God and engaging the powers of darkness. It's an important chapter in a very important book. Get your copy now by going to theinvisiblewar.org. 
theinvisiblewar.org or call 877-808-8886. That's toll-free, 877-808-8886. Once again, you can get your copy by going to our website, theinvisiblewar.org, or order your copy at your nearest Christian bookstore. And now some closing words from Dr. Randall. I want to thank you for standing with us. It is only through your prayer and your support of the Invisible War Radio Ministry that we are able to bring to you and others this wonderful truth of God that is able to set men free. Thank you so much for your prayer of the Invisible War. Because of the nature of this study, we so need you to intercede on our behalf. And as you pray and consider your year-end giving, Would you give as generous a gift to this ministry as the Lord Jesus would lead you to give? We so need your support so we can continue to take this message of hope and healing to the many wounded and hurting around us. Thank you for tuning in today and sharing your time with us around the eternal matters of heaven. The study of deliverance is so important We will pick it up next time as we continue to deal with this most important subject. So we look forward to our time with you next week as we will study God's Word together in the Invisible War. This has been the weekly radio program called The Invisible War with Rob Randall. You don't have to live defeated, heartbroken, or in bondage to anything. Give everything you are to everything He is, and you will begin to see your life transformed into the life He has made you to be, for your sake and for everyone around you. Remember to check out theinvisiblewar.org for resources, podcasts, information, and just a place to let us know how to pray for you. We'll see you next time on The Invisible War.